are Locked On Kentucky, your daily podcast on the Kentucky Wildcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, what is going on, Big Blue Nation? Welcome on in to Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. I'm your host, Lance Dahl, writer for Sports Illustrated for various SEC-related things. But on this podcast, we take a dive into all things Kentucky Athletics. On today's episode of Locked On Kentucky, we're going to be talking about it. Hunter Dickinson has officially committed to Kansas. We're going to talk about what this means for Kentucky's roster, what it means for their center position, what we should be expecting out of Kentucky moving forward. We're also going to tackle Lance Ware entering the transfer portal. I really think these two moves today are going to help clarify some things for us here as fans, and it clarifies some things again as to what we should expect uh, from the returnees and the transfer portal and whatnot moving forward for Kentucky. Thank you so much for making Locked On Kentucky your first listen every single day. want to remind everybody out there that we are free and available on all platforms. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to the show. We are getting closer to 5,000 subs where we want to be before the end of the summer. Let's keep it pushing. Really appreciate everybody that subscribed so far. And if you're listening on podcast, follow and download the episodes. You're not going to want to miss a single day here as we get deeper into the summer. Got a lot of fun content coming for you guys. And I hope that the content that you've been listening to recently has been entertaining as well. So let's go ahead and get into it. Hunter Dickinson has officially committed to Kansas. I want to start things off here by identifying two things. I'm not attacking, when what I'm about to say is not attacking Hunter Dickinson's character, but we're going to tackle some issues and give my opinion relative to some other prospects. But I'll start things out here by saying what he is to college basketball. He's a very talented center that averaged over 18 a game in a very solid school. He's a good basketball player. Good three-point shooter last season, helped him stretch the floor. He was versatile. He was an entertaining player to watch, and he's going to be an entertaining player to watch at Kansas. I think he's going to be a good system fit for Bill Self. I think he's going to be a vital piece to what could be another, again, national championship contending program. Kansas is good. Hunter Dickinson is good. It's a good fit. I'm not mad at it, but what I want to say here, and this is kind of this is kind of the theme of today's show for me, and we'll talk about this with Lance Ware a little bit and the more more about the center position. Hunter Dickinson is not the leader I think Kentucky wanted on this year's team. And I'm not saying this because he committed to Kansas. After witnessing the round ball podcast and these shenanigans uh, that happened with Hunter Dickinson playing back and forth as to where he was going to commit, um which you can say was marketing, you can say was him genuinely trying to figure it out, at least he said as much. It doesn't really matter to me, based on my personal opinions about how it was handled. But in my opinion, compared to a player like Oscar Shibwe, who could be returning for Kentucky, Dickinson was not the player that Kentucky wanted to come in as the veteran of the group. Again, I don't think he's a bad kid. I think he's a very talented player that I think Kansas is going to help get closer to the NBA. I assume that's where he wants to be. Watch that podcast. Watch what they're about, the people that he's surrounded himself with, and watch his demeanor. Watch the way that he presents himself to the audience. I think that he is clearly an experienced player. I think that he's clearly understands what he's doing. I think he's handled this process for the most part very well. But you look at the people that he's with, and it just makes you wonder, how is he going to influence a group of 18-year-old five-star freshmen? 
We don't have to get into the details of what we could assume about different personalities. We'll stick here with what we know about the player that Kentucky was recruiting, Hunter Dickinson. I don't think he's a bad kid. Again, I think that he is a veteran leader, but he's not the leader I think that Kentucky would have wanted compared to Oscar Shibwe. I want to reiterate that. He's not, I think, this is not an attack on his character. And again, I'm not saying this because he committed to another school. I think Oscar Shibwe, because of the experience with this program and the experience with some of the players that could be coming back slash are already on roster, I think that he is a fit in terms of culture and leadership. We've been, that's not, this is not a revelation. This is not a new take. This is not something that I've been spinning now that Hunter Dickinson has committed elsewhere. This is something that I was talking about pros and cons wise whenever Hunter Dickinson was first starting being thrown around uh, after he entered the transfer portal. I said that Hunter Dickinson may be a talented player, but I never said that he was a better system fit than Oscar Shibway. In fact, I said that I don't think either of them, if you plugged either of them into next year's team, their results would be comparable. I think that what they would do, their impact would be comparable uh, in terms of what they both do very well. I think at the end of the day, it would even out and they'd both have the same amount of impact I also said that I didn't think that Hunter Dickinson, along with several other people, uh, was a perfect scheme fit for what Cal wants to do. And now I'm coming back to not only is he not the perfect scheme fit, again, very talented player, very talented player, but he's not, I think, the culture fit that Kentucky wants in their locker room to pair with what is coming. They need somebody that can lead these kids. Not They need essentially an extra, an extra coach. They need a fourth or fifth year guy like Shibwe that knows what he's doing, that, can, that understands the program, that understands how things work, and it can be somebody else to kind of guide these players along. That's what Kentucky, I think, is probably still looking for. As of right now, I think that Oscar Shibwe is, based on this, is coming back to Kentucky. That's my assumption. And while I've sat here and said, I don't know if coming back to Kentucky is the best decision for him or for the program as a whole, I think that it is not a bad option. I think that it is a good thing overall to bring back a leader and a talented talented one at that. He's very good at what he does. And we, as a Kentucky program, if the goal is to focus here on what this team does, and obviously Shibwe has said as much, the goal is to win titles and to win games and to go out there and compete and fight hard. If that's the mentality, I don't think any of us need to be, if he does return, concerned about his draft stock for the next go-round, for the uh, 2024 NBA draft. I think we need to be focused on, okay, he what does he do for this team instead of, well, he's not this, that, and the other for an NBA franchise. At this moment, again, props to Hunter Dickinson for marketing himself well, for getting his YouTube channel up, for kind of advertising things in a way, hyping himself up on social media. I thought that it was tactical. I thought that it was that it was solid. I did not like some of the ways that he presented himself through the organization that he has affiliated himself with. That is essentially what I'm saying here today. And at the end of the day, compared to a player like Oscar Sheepway, is he a better leader? The answer, I think, is no. And an unbiased person would probably agree 
and if you have a different opinion on that, if you're watching this as a Michigan fan or a Kansas fan, and you've come here to rub rub it in my face or rub it in our faces uh, that you got Hunter Dickinson, I'm not saying he's a bad player, and I actually do think he's going to play very well for you, and I'm eager to see how he looks on that Kansas team. But for the Kentucky fans out there that may be upset over this, and I'm not going to lie to you, I don't think there's a ton this is not the end of the world because of what we could be returning slash getting in the transfer portal. Speaking of the transfer portal, Lance Ware has officially entered, and I want to talk about that. I want to talk about what this means for Kentucky center position because I do think it really does help clear some things up. Before we get to that, though, I want to tell you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. If you're looking for a snack or maybe a replacement for your candy bars, but you don't want all the sugar and calories, then you have got to try Built. If you're like me, you want to make some healthier snack choices, you don't want to compromise on taste, though at the same time, Built is absolutely perfect for you. Not only are they really, really good for you, but they taste amazing. They have a lot of great flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, cookies and cream, salted caramel. Uh, You've also got different coconut flavors as well. There are a ton of specialty flavors for these Built Bars. You can check it out over at Built.com. You may ask, what makes them healthy for you? Well, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they taste phenomenal because of that. But I think it's the macros that you have to be looking at here. 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein in in these things. Again, I think they're great replacements for your candy bars. I think they're great for whenever you want to kind of get a snack on the go before you before or after you exercise. I think these things are perfect. And you can get them at build.com, but now you don't need to wait around to get a box. So we've been talking for, goodness, it has to be over a year uh, here on Locked On Kentucky about Built Bars and how great they are. And you can get them at built.com as we've continued to mention. But now you can get them at Walmart or Sam's Club. If you go to Walmart, you can get a four-bar box. If you go to Sam's Club, you can get a 13-bar box as well. Very good stuff. I am a huge fan of it. I've got relatives and friends that are huge fans of it. I was actually the other day, I think I said this on a recent episode, and it caught me by surprise again recently. I was hanging out with a friend going over to his going over to his house, and he's got an old tray, Built Bars, just sitting sitting around, like, like, like organized in a tray. I'm like, you know Built? And he was like, yeah, they're great. I absolutely love them, I, and I enjoy these sorts of flavors. And I was like, I cannot believe that we've kind of – made the way the built family has into uh, into uh, the houses of people that I know. I thought it was hilarious. So I would encourage you to check out built.com. Like I said, I've got friends, I've got family who have done it without my, uh, without my suggestion and they all love them. So check them out. And once you do, you can thank me later. All right, continuing along here on the Thursday edition of Locked On Kentucky, Lance Dahl hanging out here with you. If you have not checked out the Locked On College Basketball podcast, I said it yesterday, I've said it goodness knows how many times on this show, you're doing yourself a disservice. Isaac Shade, Andy Patton, they do such a good job with that show. You can find it on YouTube or wherever you get your podcast. Again, it's the Locked On College Basketball podcast coming your way on YouTube or wherever you get your pods. So we've got Lance Ware entering the transfer portal for Kentucky. I sort of thought that this might have been a possibility whenever the season first ended. But here we are now, and it's official, and I know that some people in the comment section have continued to remind me that Ware was going to be on next year's team, and I was approaching it as such over the past few weeks. But news broke yesterday that a player was probably going to be entering soon, not named to do Thierro. And here we are now. So this is what Lance Ware said on his Transfer portal, 
uh, graphic, I should say, or announcement. He said, my time at Kentucky has been a journey that has shaped me not only as a basketball player, but as a man. I've really been through it all. COVID, the loss of my brother Terrence Clark, amazing charity work, big wins, electric atmospheres in Rupp Arena, and during every step, Big Blue Nation has been behind me. Your support has easily been the best part of the journey. However, with every journey, there comes a time where we need to make an important decision on which direction to turn towards next. That time is now for me. Although I have loved being a part of Kentucky, being a coach or being coached by a Hall of Famer and his tremendous staff and battling alongside my brothers day in and day out, it is time for me to take my next step. I want to thank Coach Cal for his support, along with my family who play an important part in everything I do. I have decided to enter my name into the transfer portal and explore my options to finish my collegiate career. Being a member of the Big Blue family has been a dream come true, and I'll forever say, how about those cats? Uh, Lance Ware, as I've mentioned on the show pretty recently, actually, I think one of the, one, and I'm not saying anybody in the locker room is bad, just one of the better men uh, that I've seen come out of the, kind of come out of Kentucky uh, as of late in terms of his energy, in terms of his excitement, his personality, his passion. Uh, everybody loved it. Everyone loved what he brought to the table uh, for the Wildcats when it came to support uh, off the bench. And I really do think this is something I, I think I said this last year. Uh, I, I lose track of what I say on the podcast uh, often, <laughs> especially when it comes to what, what was going on uh, a season ago. But where would is going to tear it up somewhere once he gets immunity? Once he gets the opportunity, I think that he can easily go into a power six school and be a starter and be a really good player. We saw Bryce Hopkins do it at Providence last year. We got to see him play against the Wildcats again in the NCAA tournament this season. Where is going to be a dog? He's going to be good for somebody. He needs to work on his free throw shooting, but if he can do that, um, he's going to be a very talented player. Former five star. Uh, again, he's got the tools, he's got the ability, he's got the energy, uh, he's got the ethic. I think that he can go out there and he can be a special player. So I really do appreciate the time that Lance Ware has given to this program. And it really seems that he was loved by a lot of people on that team and a lot of people on staff. Coach Cal quote tweeted uh, Lance Ware's announcement to enter the portal. And he said, Lance has gotten better every year. He's an exceptional leader and as good as a teammate as I've ever coached. He knows he is welcome to return if he doesn't find the opportunity he's looking for. Lance is Ellen's favorite player, so I'm really not looking forward to telling her the news. Again, just a really good person, really good player. Uh, everybody loves him, <laughs> and uh, I, I think that he is going to make a mark wherever he ends up transferring. And if he comes back, I think Big Blue Nation would welcome him uh, wholeheartedly. So you look at the situation right now with Kentucky's center spot, and like we mentioned, Hunter Dickinson. No longer an option. Lance Ware, out of the transfer portal. So, what do you have at your center spot and your power forward spot? Well, right now, you've got Aaron Bradshaw at your four, which was recently confirmed by John Calipari in an interview with John Fanta that he will be playing the four, so there's no arguing with that anymore. And then you've got Uganda and Yenzo at your five. Those are the two players you have in your front court right now. Your back court's set. Your small forward spot Maybe need Antonio Reeves to come back. If you don't, you get a transfer portal player there or you get Chris Livingston. Your front court needs help. You need somebody to come back in. Is that Oscar Shibway? If it's not, who else do you go out and get? Right now, Kentucky is in the same place that they were before Hunter Dickinson committed to Kansas. They're in limbo. They're waiting for Oscar Shibway to make a decision. 
And he said that he's going to stick in the draft as long as he possibly can. So right now, Kentucky's in a difficult spot. Do they go after another player in the transfer portal? Maybe Connor Vanover. Maybe somebody that we've recently talked about on the show. I'm not hinting at anything. I'm just throwing it out there. Do they go after some of the top portal prospects that are st- still in, like Musa Cisse, uh, their kitty, uh, Kenny Photo is, uh, is also somebody else that you could be looking at here. Jackson Grant uh, is a former five-star from Washington uh, that, he, that Kentucky could take a look at. You've got options. You've got several players that you could be taking a look at right now uh, if Kentucky wanted to. But I think that's the question. Is Kentucky going to heavily pursue a transfer portal player with Oscar Shibway still out there? Because Oscar apparently gave Kentucky the blessing to do whatever they wanted, and if they found a replacement for him, then so be it. But it doesn't really seem like Kentucky is going to want to. Like, they're not going to heavily pursue a player. At least it looks like that based on their previous actions. They were slow to get active in the portal, and they were slow with Hunter Dickinson, and then they decided to walk away from a couple of other prospects that they were quote unquote interested in. And that's not that's not a revelation. I mean that, that happens with a lot of different players. But if they're going to commit to somebody and pursuing them, I want to see it within the next few days because right now it doesn't really look like they're going to. It looks like they're kind of putting all their cards out for Oscar Shibway. They're waiting for him to make a decision. And I really do hope. It is this decision to return because if it's not, I would much rather him announce that he's not coming back sooner rather than later because it would be bad <laughs> for Kentucky uh, if they got put in that spot and some really good players were already out of the portal that are currently in. So if you've got any thoughts on the transfer portal for Kentucky basketball, they also need a backup power forward right now. If Chris Livingston doesn't come back, even if he does, does Kentucky need a backup Four. I think that's a legitimate question, and I think the answer for me is, yeah, they do. If you've got any thoughts on the portal, if you've got any questions about this year's team, about what's going on with Kentucky basketball, Kentucky football, anything going on with UK athletics, you can leave it in the YouTube comments below. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Kentucky. You can follow the show on Twitter at Locked on UK. You can follow me on Twitter at Lance Dahl underscore, and you can follow the show over on Instagram at Kentucky Podcast. Any questions, comments, concerns, again, leave them in the comments. Hit me on the socials. I will see you all tomorrow for another episode of Locked On Kentucky. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day, and God bless.